So Mike, I'm sure you saw the black X slowly take over your Twitter app this week. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that, but you know, it came and I don't know. I don't like the logo. I don't like X. I, I, it's all weird to me, but whatever. I know. <laughs> I said black. I guess it's it's a white X, but it's just so much darkness everywhere. So <laughs> I actually even missed the tab when I was writing this episode. I was doing some research and then, you know, I just kept opening up new tabs of Twitter because I couldn't find where it was until I realized that uh, they had switched out that favicon to the X and I totally missed it. Yeah, it kind of blends in more, right? And I don't know. Yeah. I'm no branding expert, but the whole thing kind of felt rushed like there was one part that launched but then other pieces of twitter were still mentioning tweets and had twitter references and i don't know didn't necessarily seem as thought out as you would think a major branding launch would be no absolutely not it it almost felt like was this logo done for free like (laughs) (laughs) did he just like get it and then launch it i don't know but i wanted to understand where his fascination with the X came from. And wait, 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 wait. You can't give it away just yet. This is the beginning of the episode. This is like the intro <laughs> monologue. Okay, okay. Well, I will say it has a lot to do with some folks named Teal, Sachs, and Levchin. Uh, well, and with that. Wait, hold on. I, I forgot. We should mention the project that we're working on together, right? Oh. Yes, sure, we should do that. Okay, let's just do it at the top of the episode, then we'll get into the good stuff. But, (laughs) you know, if you go to training.productcollective.com, you can actually see the partnership that Mike and I have been working on. So if you're looking to improve your product management skills, learn what frameworks, PMs from like Asana, Coinbase, Axios, they're using to scale. You can actually sign up for our product management course, Managing Product, which starts on August 14th. Yeah, and if you've been working in product for a while, maybe running a product team and you're looking to level up, our product leadership course is probably the right one for you. It's taught by Ben Foster, who used to be the CPO at Whoop, and uh, each week he actually teaches you how to leverage a new framework for everything from setting product vision to cascading KPIs for your team to building a complex roadmap across multiple business lines. And throughout each course, you're gonna meet weekly with a small group to discuss the material, get feedback on your work. It's it's honestly something I wish I had when I was coming up. So, okay, enough about us. Just wanted everyone to know we're good. Now let's roll the opening credits. Welcome to Rocketship.fm. Rocketship FM is produced in partnership with Product Collective. We are your hosts, Michael Saka. And I'm Mike Belsito. First, a quick word from our sponsors. As AI continues to revolutionize our world, there's a critical conversation we can't ignore. AI safety and security. And that's where HackerOne's AI red teaming comes into play, rigorously testing AI models to prevent them from being misled or exploited. HackerOne employs over 2 million ethical hackers, and 750 of them specialize in prompt hacking and other AI security and testing. So HackerOne isn't just theorizing, they're actively safeguarding AI's future. Just recently, a team unearthed over 100 vulnerabilities in just two weeks. So whether you're at the helm of a startup or steering product innovation at a large company, it's time to prioritize AI security. Visit HackerOne.com slash AI for more. Again, HackerOne.com slash AI. 
This episode is sponsored by Porkbun.com. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar that's different from the other ones like GoDaddy or Namecheap. They've got low prices on hundreds of different domain extensions. They've got everything from .com domains to really cool ones like .pro, .dev, .xyz. Every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies too, like SSL certificate, who is privacy, DNS, URL forwarding, and hosting trials. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All these incredible features and tools are backed by incredible support, 365 days a year, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. Look, you can get a dollar off your next domain name from Porkbun and see why they're the best domain name register around by using our code. Just go to porkbun.com forward slash rocketchipfm24. That's porkbun, P-O-R-K-B-U-N dot com forward slash rocketchipfm24. You'll save a dollar on your next domain. This episode is brought to you by Gigantic. At Gigantic, you can level up your product skills through live small group cohort-based trainings. We're incredibly excited to welcome you to our next cohort of our product strategy training kicking off in January of 2024. This course will take you through the frameworks that product leaders use at companies like eBay, DoorDash, Groupon, Rent the Runway in order to scale their teams. It's taught by Ben Foster, a friend of this podcast, who is the former chief product officer at Whoop. So come join us. Go to gigantic.is. That's gigantic.is. And save your seat for our January cohort. Your potential is gigantic, and we're here to help you reach it. Go to gigantic.is to reserve your seat today. Twitter is now X, maybe. Elon Musk rolling out that rebranding this morning. Also announcing that X.com now redirects to the Twitter website. It's part of his long-held ambition to create an everything app that combines messaging, social networking, and payments. So getting back into Elon Musk, to comprehend his newfound preoccupation with X and the focus on financial services all of a sudden, one must first understand the X-Confinity merger that resulted in PayPal. Especially the Peter Thiel-led coup that forced Musk out of his position as CEO and chief strategist. We're gonna go all the way back to 1999 when Musk and his small team, they actually sold Zip2, a newspaper online directory service, to Compaq for 300 million. About 20 million of this went directly to Elon himself. And Elon starts reaching out to former colleagues from his time at Scotiabank. He claims that a financial superstore is his new venture. After gathering support, he establishes new businesses to carry this out. He promptly pays 1.5 million shares of A stock in his new company, X, in exchange for the X.com domain from Pittsburgh Power Computer. Here's a clip from CNN interviewing Elon Musk at this time about X.com. So this is an ATM. What we're going to do is transform the traditional banking industry. Now, I do not fit the picture of a banker. X.com, this is Julie. Raising $50 million is a matter of making a series of phone calls. And the money is there. 
I've sunk the great majority of, of my net worth into X.com, which is the new banking and mutual funds company on the internet that I've started. Big, big X. Exactly. X.com. I think X.com could absolutely be a, a multi-billion dollar bonanza. Because if you look at the industry that X is pursuing, it's the biggest sector of the world economy. X's brand is a source of concern, though, for advisors. But, you know, Elon, he's smitten. X.com is referred to as the coolest URL on the Internet by Elon. He claims that an X indicates a location where treasure can be found. He's adamant that this is how people would interpret it. He starts working on creating an online bank by investing $12.5 million of his own money into X. Musk is adored by X developers due to his preoccupation with speed and disregard for regulations, while his financial expert side is, well, they're concerned. <laughs> First, Western, the banking partner, they learn that fictitious names are being used to open up accounts. The people in finance attempt but fail to remove Elon Musk. Yeah, not the, the first time we'll see that. But then a vulnerability in X allows money to be transferred between accounts using only account information. This makes headlines in the early 2000s. Now, despite being corrected, this really worried investors. Yeah, Bill Harris, who actually was with Intuit in the past, he ends up taking over as CEO. And Elon Musk agreed with investor Mike Moritz from Sequoia to become CTO. While all of this is going on, Confinity, a startup, it's making waves over the hill, literally. Max Levchin, a Ukrainian, he's their CTO, and it's sponsored by Peter Thiel, who also serves as the CEO. Now, Confinity is developing a method to essentially beam money between Palm Pilots via infrared with support from Nokia. And more on that here from David Sachs, who's their chief product officer at the time, on the idea. I guess the first entrepreneurial thing I did was PayPal. Um, and the way that happened is, you know, I had about a six-month conversation with Peter Thiel, who was the CEO, um, founder of the company. It was called Confinity back then. And the product was this palm beaming thing where you'd beam money from one palm pilot to another. I remember that. Yeah, it was voted the worst VC-backed idea of 1999. <laughs> and, wow, uh, you'll yeah. always have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And... Uh, and, you know, the conversation I had with Peter was basically, well, I kind of agree. You know, that's kind of a, a you know, it's an interesting technology, but kind of a, a dumb business or idea. And, uh, but over the course of this conversation, we, we raised questions. What if you could email money? You know, that sounds like a killer app. Right. And so Peter agreed. And I said, well, you know, I'll quit my job tomorrow. And if that's what the company's going to be about. So as time goes on, X and Confinity accidentally developed the same game-changing product as a spin-off to their primary one. The capability of email-based currency exchange. Confinity, they concentrate on this problem only, but X doesn't. Musk wants this financial superstore and the email-based currency exchange is only a small piece of his greater vision and focus. Yeah, more on that financial superstore after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by Yahoo Finance. Wouldn't it be great if you could see all of your investment and retirement accounts in one place? With Yahoo Finance, you can consolidate your views with multiple accounts into one hub and access the expert analysis you need to tend to your entire portfolio with confidence. Honestly, this has been a lifesaver for me. I've used Yahoo Finance to consolidate all of my various 401k and investment accounts so I can see everything all in one place. And it makes it incredibly easy to manage. So if you're struggling with that, 
check out Yahoo Finance. For over 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart a great investor. And that's how Yahoo Finance ensures that you have the insights to look at your wealth in its entirety. So go to yahoofinance.com. That's yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination. When Rain Wilson realized he had a special gift for talking people to sleep, he had two choices. Construct a massive speaker that would blast his voice to every person in the country or invent a talking pillow. AT&T Business eventually talked him into the pillow thing. And backed by a reliable network, the only network with built-in security controls, Sleep With Rain was a hit. Take your ideas to the moon and beyond at business.att.com. That's business.att.com. Before the break, we were discussing Confinity and its focus on building an email-based currency exchange. Elon Musk hired David Sachs because he's someone that he can trust and who saw the enormous potential. As a result, the email payment processor for X has gained strength and attention. While Elon is also going into riskier financial service stuff, he keeps Musk grounded by keeping watch on this. Confinity and X, however, are both in a death spiral, according to Bill Harris, the CEO of X at the time. They're battling while they're bleeding money. Speaking to Teal, Teal actually proposes a union. But Musk opposes this. Bill Harris, however, he threatens to resign before the next round of fundraising. And that alarmed investors that they already had lined up. Yeah, there's a quote from Elon Musk where he says, he held a gun to my head, referencing <laughs> Bill Harris kind of making this threat. So what happens next? The businesses combined. Harris and Teal demand that the new business, X, concentrate on email payments, ideally on the PayPal platform from Confinity. The future, according to Elon Musk, is the financial superstore. When Peter Thiel and Bill Harris disagree on a plan, Elon convinces Thiel to assist in the ouster of Harris. Now, Elon Musk would be the CEO. At first, Thiel and Levchin are okay with this. Musk has stated that he'll prioritize email payments and work to enhance PayPal first, but the future thing is still this financial superstore. Levchin, however, eventually realizes that Elon has grown fixated on transferring PayPal completely to Microsoft rather than running on Linux. Musk's fixation with this costs months of development time, almost $12 million every month they were paying because this was a total overhaul of the system simply to move it to Microsoft servers. But the development team didn't agree with them. What they were seeing was the Microsoft servers weren't unable to scale well enough. But Elon wanted to move forward. He even orders a launch without a cancellation option. Now, Elon also directs the destruction of the PayPal name. He directs the routing of PayPal.com to X.com. Elimination of logos. X PayPal will now be the name that's used for it, and it'll be referred to as a member of the X family of financial services. He's still holding on to that X dream. <laughs> yes, this fixation with the brand X it's quite concerning because people continually react poorly to it. Yeah, in focus groups, it was clear that PayPal had become a trusted brand name, like, you know, a good pal who's helping you get paid. I don't know, something like that. 
focus groups show that the name X.com, on the contrary, conjured up visions of maybe a seedy site that you wouldn't want to talk about in <laughs> polite company. I think we can all read between the lines there. But so Thiel learns that the financial superstar side of the business is worse than Musk has indicated via X's financial guru, Roloff Botha. X is giving out credit with hardly any identity verification, which is a huge risk for the company. Teal and others realize X is about to collapse in light of the V2 debacle. Teal and a few other important individuals approach Elon and beg him to drop PayPal V2 and his plan to become a one-stop worldwide finance business. They barely have $65 million in the bank, according to Teal at the time. But... Elon Musk declines. He urges that they must go for the grand prize. Sachs, Botha, Teal, Levchin, they've now crossed the Rubicon. They choose to overthrow Elon Musk. They covertly collect many Confinity supporter signatures on a mass quit threat. They move on September 19th, 2000, as Elon is leaving on his honeymoon in Europe. Musk had planned a two-week honeymoon trip with his first wife, Justine, to Australia in September of 2000, months after they got married. It was going to be a fundraising trip for Musk to meet with potential investors, and the couple would also catch the Summer Olympics in Sydney. The board includes Teal, Levchin, the other four are Heard, Moritz, Musk, and Malloy, who represent another significant investment. Teal wants Heard to call an emergency board meeting while Elon is in the air. So Teal and Levchin, they call Malloy, Moritz, and Heard, who are unaware of the PayPal V2 and financial problems. They support Elon as a creator and a visionary, but they're appalled by the mass resignation letter. And the fact is that it was done without board consent. On the phone, Elon was adamant that the financial superstore is the great triumph. That's the purpose of everything that they're building. It's unsuccessful, though. Teal, Levchin, they're supported by Malloy, Moritz, and Heard. Before he could travel home, Elon Musk was essentially forced to resign as CEO. Musk is heartbroken. He's enraged. Here's a clip, though, from an interview with Musk talking about this time from 2008 after he's had a bit of time to look back on it. Yeah, so... <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's not a good idea to leave the office when there are like a lot of major things uh, underway, which are causing people a great deal of stress. Yeah. Um, uh, but it was a combination of uh, needing to raise money, and uh, I had not, I gotten married earlier that year and not had any vacation or honeymoon or anything so it was kind of a combined financing trip slash honeymoon yeah and <laughs> and anyway but away for two weeks um and there was just so much there was just a lot of worry um and that that caused uh, uh the management team to decide that i wasn't the right guy to run the company um and uh uh, and so the board was like, you know, geez, what do we do? So basically, I could, I could afford it really hard, but instead I said, you know, rather than fight it at this critical time, uh, best to sort of concede. That phrase, sneaky backstabbing bastards. <laughs> he refers to them as this, but to his credit, he, he realizes he can't stop it and gives the impression to the world that it was a joint choice. Thiel appoints himself as the interim and then permanent CEO, orders the termination of the V2 project, and emphasizes PayPal once again. The conclusion when we return from a short break. Welcome back. So now we have Peter Thiel in as CEO of PayPal once again. 
after watching PayPal become the premier choice of internet auction shoppers, online marketplace giant eBay acquired PayPal for $1.5 billion in October of 2002. And Musk, who owned the largest share of the company, profited nicely from this to the tune of $400 million. And so Elon went and bought a McLaren. That part is an actual true story. Yeah, I hope you understand where this whole X pivot stuff actually came from. Musk has this determination that turning into his unfulfilled ambition from 1999, it's the best approach to save Twitter and reclaim his genius status. And finally build what he called the world's financial nexus. Here's Elon Musk discussing his vision for X.com. They have been working on an edit button for a year. Well, it's a hard, it's a tricky situation. And it's incredibly complex. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good one, indeed. I mean, we don't even have uh, a, 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 an app that's as good as WeChat in China. Uh, and like in China, you can like live on WeChat, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, everyone, everyone's like, been there, like you live on WeChat, you do payments, you do everything. It's like, yep. it's great. Basically, WeChat's kick ass. Um, and we don't have anything like WeChat outside of China. So I was like, my idea would be like, how about if we just copy WeChat? Hey, <laughs> copy them. Copies WeChat. Yeah, pretty Pop. much. <laughs> yes. Musk's rise and fall at PayPal and the Twitter name change to X starts to make a lot more sense through this historical context. As Twitter began removing its name from corporate headquarters on Monday, critics and marketing experts are noting that the move was maybe an unnecessary gamble on a hazy future for a platform that had wide brand recognition from its Bluebird logo. Critics on Twitter have joked that the logo for the rebranded X, the one that Musk promises to make into an everything app, is indistinguishable from the logos of several pornography sites. People have also noted that history is repeating itself for Musk and his love for X.com, which is where Twitter users are now redirected when they type in Twitter.com. Others have pointed out that this renaming is stepping on the exact same rake that got Elon Musk ousted at PayPal too. And with that, look, I hope everyone enjoys their white X this week. Uh, but for Mike Belsito, I'm Michael Saka, <laughs> and this is Rocketship.fm. Thank you so much for listening to Rocketship.fm. It is your support that keeps the show going. If you can, take a second and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps out the show so much. We're also part of the Podglomerate Network. And if you'd like to listen to more great shows from the Podglomerate, go to thepodglomerate.com to see the full show listings. Rocketship.fm is produced in partnership with Product Collective, a community for product people. Go to productcollective.com and get access to our weekly newsletter, live video interviews, Slack community, product job board, and a whole lot more. Again, just go to productcollective.com.